Panthers of Riverside. They are the traveling team, the visiting team. They've got a little darker blue with a gold trim and numerals. The home white with the green trim for Loomis, who will start out in his own defense here. Looks almost like they're going to throw a little 3-2 junk at him and see if Riverside decides to take the shots. But once the ball goes in the hole, that's when things are going to get exciting. You're going to see up-tempo basketball, pressure on the ball. So a long possession here to start the ball game for Riverside, just keeping it out around the perimeter into the hands of Trent Carraher over the right wing to Tony Berger. Those are the two leading scores. So far, nothing inside, but not really posting up. As we said, neither team has a ton of height. We've used 45 seconds, and the ball hasn't moved inside the perimeter until driving the baseline, trying a reverse layup, and then Carraher kicks it out the last minute, didn't even take a shot. To Carson Bloom, back to Carriker, right baseline, runs into trouble, throws it away. Picked off by Aiden Perry. Riverside used up nearly one minute on the opening possession and did not get a shot away. Shea Swanson has it up top. Riverside, as expected, going to come out in a man-to-man defense here. So they'll set up a high 1-4, send it to Perry on the left wing. He'll be picked up there by Charlie King. Baseball pass across to Kale Nelson. Up top, the first touch for Quinn Johnson into the paint. He'll drive the leaner from six is no good. Rebound is grabbed by Tony Berger, and here comes Riverside. Berger will clear it out himself up the left wing. His pass into the hands of Carson Bloom underneath. A little scoop shot sets on the rim and won't go. And then a foul called on Riverside as the rebound brought down by Quinn Johnson. It was Charlie Keene trying to poke it away, and he'll have the first foul of the basketball game, and Riverside will make an early substitution here. They'll go get Tristan Nolan Ray. He averages five points. He's a 6'4 senior, so maybe just to get a little more height than there as they struggled that first time offensively with a basketball. Give him a little post presence. So Shea Swanson brings the ball up the floor, looks for Perry, dribbles to the left side, gets a ball screen here from Nelson, up top to Blankow over the right wing to Perry. Try to post up Quinn Johnson. He's doubled here. Give it back off to Blinkow. He'll come to the right baseline. Put it up. He'll draw the foul, and it'll go. Christian Blinkow will get Loomis on the board. And the score, 2 to nothing in favor of the Wolves. Foul going to be called here on Tristan Nolan Ray. His first and the team's second. And the free throw by Blinkow is on the way, and it is good. So Loomis... We'll jump out here three to nothing. Two minutes into the ball game, they'll put a little one-two-two diamond trap on that Riverside throws back and forth vertically across the floor. Gets it across the timeline here for Connor Carraher. Carraher, they spread the floor now even more. And again, let's see what they do with Tristan Nolan Ray. They brought him in there for a reason. Running the baseline, try to slap it backside. Connor Carraher kicks it out of the baseline. Here's the jumper, Berger, from 10 feet, no good. Long rebound, and Riverside will run it down. Carson Bloom grabs it out here by the Loomis bench. A lot of green on the court already today. North Platte St. Pat's has been out there, of course, earlier today. We saw a little from Lords, and they get it inside here. A little lean, the shot no good for Riverside and Carraher. The ball's going to go out of bounds. They'll say it stays. With Riverside, Carraher really lowered that right shoulder to make some space down inside the paint. But the shot wouldn't go. Let's see if they can lob one in. They do, but they can't get the shot away. It's caught there by Bloom. He throws it out front to Carraher, dribbles it off his foot, but he runs it down before it goes out of bounds. Reset here with Trent Carraher on the left wing. Berger down to the baseline, Nolan Ray. Trouble in the first three minutes for Riverside to get any kind of a shot. Nolan Ray may have walked, but they kick it out for a three-pointer. That's going to be an air ball, and it goes out of bounds off of Riverside. 
Trent Carraher was way off the mark there, and Connor Carraher wasn't expecting it not to hit the rim and couldn't grab, grab the rebound cleanly. Five minutes to go here in the first quarter in a game that we thought would be in the 60s. It's gotten off to a little bit of a slow start, 3 to nothing, in favor of the Loomis Wolves. Our high school basketball brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Johnson drives, and he's going to get a blocking call. It was a bang-bang. Could have seen that going either way. The foul will be on Trent Carraher. That'll be his first and the team's third. So Shea Swanson will go to the line and shoot two. I think I said it was Quinn. It was Shea. And so two free throws coming up. Shea and Quinn averaged 36 points between the two of them. The first free throw is no good. State Tournament Basketball brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Second free throw. That is good. So Swanson gets one of two. And Lewis jumps out 4-0 here with 4.44 to go in the first quarter. Working against the 1-2-2. This is something Riverside has to have seen throughout the year. Long pass up to Tony Berger. Tries to dribble out of the double team. Back up top, he'll go to Trent Carraher. Again, don't forget we've got Central Catholic St. Paul girls right now airing on the breeze, 94.5. We'll get you to some of the other scores as well from around the state tournament earlier today. Lob inside. They'll get Carson Bloom, and we're going to get our first foul of the game on Loomis. Don't think this will be on the shot attempt. It's going to go on Kale Nelson. Again, this is the final game of the day in D1. North Platte, St. Pat's, Burwell, Dundee, County, Stratton, all winning close ball games. Riverside hasn't got on the board yet. We're nearly halfway through the first quarter. And Nolan Ray kicks it back out top. Carraher works it over on the right wing to Tony Berger. Berger on the right wing. Dropped it or he would have got a shot at a three. Back up top to Connor Carraher. Really peculiar a little bit about what Riverside's trying to accomplish against this zone. They had to know that that's what Loomis was going to throw at him. Now Berger comes down the middle of the lane. Attacks, hits the back of the rim, and it's good. Tony Berger finally gets Riverside on the board at the 345 mark. It's only 4-2 Loomis. Nelson front court dribbles to the free throw line underneath the blink cow who has a bucket. Ball fake up with the layup, and it rolled around the rim. No good, and then Nelson went over the back and committed the personal foul, trying to knock it out of the hands of Trent Carraher and Kale Nelson now with two fouls. Looks like he's coming out, and Gabe Kimball will come in. Charlie Keene will return here for Riverside. Our state tournament action brought to you in part by Nebraska Salt and Grain Company, a locally owned family business in Gothenburg. Up the floor with it will be Trent Carraher. Stutter dribble still coming, then lost the handle. Oh, no travel, and he misses the shot, but the offensive putback back up and in by Carson Bloom. He lost the handle, and they just let him continue on there. It didn't look like anybody from Loomis touched it, so it's 4-4. We're tied now here in the first quarter with 3-10 to go. On the block, Swanson to the right side. Kicks it out here into the wing to Perry. Perry has it knocked away. First turnover for Loomis. Riverside on the run out. It's one on three. It doesn't matter. Carraher is going to get bailed out of a foul. Tony Berger to the line. The foul will be on Shea Swanson. Usually when it's a one on three, it's really got to be apparent to draw the foul. And again, Shea's had some foul problems here in big games over the last month. As the free throw is up and in, you heard us talking with Coach Billiter about that in the pregame. 
Now checking into the ball game for Loomis along with Gabe Kimball is Wes Trompke. The junior guard, second free throw on the way, and it's no good. Long rebound comes out to Kimball. 5-4 Riverside, 2.50 to go in the first quarter. Not at all what we were expecting to see offensively, at least early in this ball game. Trompke with it on the left wing. Looks inside, nothing there. Kick it around to Clay Meyer, who has checked in. Over to Shea Swanson, up top to Johnson. Quinn trying to shake the double team, can't get it away. Good defense by Riverside. He's blanketed by Carson Bloom. So it'll be Swanson to drive with the left hand, and he'll score. Shea Swanson, his first bucket. Lewis regains the lead, 6-5, to 2.20 to go in the first quarter. And the pressure gets a steal. Swanson brings it up, kicks it back out. And they'll rotate it around. Trompke up top. He finds Quinn Johnson, a deep three. It's no good. He just wanted to shoot, and the shot was no good. Rebound brought down by Tony Berger. We played all this time. And Quinn Johnson had barely had the basketball six minutes into the game. Riverside slows it down to the front court. Again, still playing 3-2 zone. Deep three left wing is going to be no good by Trent Carraher, but a long rebound comes down to Keene. Second opportunity, and a little scoop shot of the lane. Bounces off the rim and in. Carson Bloom with his second bucket of the ball game. 7-6 Riverside. Johnson, Swanson, Swanson drives. Swanson gets bumped. Swanson off the glass, and it's good. Shea Swanson a chance at a three-point play. And that's what both of these teams can do. You give them a little bit of a crease, and they're going to take it at you, especially when you're talking about Berger and Carraher for Riverside and Johnson and Swanson for Loomis. The foul was called on Tony Berger. His first, the free throw no good, but the rebound comes down to Wes Tromke, offensive Second chance opportunity. Meyer reverse layup. Nobody picked him up and he'll score. Clay didn't even have to go reverse, but he didn't realize that nobody was going to pick him up. He wasn't intending to shoot it. Nobody covered him. He flips it up and in, and it's a 10-7 lead for Loomis, and then a foul for Loomis 30 feet away from the hoop on Wes Trompke. His first, the team fouls are now even at four apiece. High school basketball brought to you by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, the Tri-City's only board-certified sports chiropractor located in Kearney. Go online to florangchiropractic.com. Luma stays in that zone. It's given Riverside some fits here. On the left wing, Connor Carraher. Overloading the left-hand corner and fighting through a screen. Clay Meyer will get the personal foul for Loomis as he knocked Tony Berger over trying to set up Trent Carraher for the three-pointer. First on Clay. Later tonight here on Power 99, we stay in the FKC. Amherst and Freeman, 6 o'clock over at Lincoln Northeast, followed by Donovan Trumbull and Central Catholic. The inbound for Riverside is picked off right underneath the hoop by Johnson, but then trying to get it up the floor. He led Wes Trompke too much. And the ball will go right back over to Riverside. Good idea. His little skip bounce pass, though, just kind of skidded along the floor. And nothing came out of it. Earlier today, the Gothenburg girls upsetting Broken Bow by a score of 45-43 to in their fourth meeting of the year. Central Catholic, an early 7-4 lead over St. Paul right now on the breeze. 94.5 in girls action. As we said, Burwell got the win over Elgin today in boys, 65-58. 30 seconds to go here in the quarter. Riverside being patient. Out at the center circle, Carson Bloom runs it down. He's got two of their three buckets, gets it over to Carraher. 
Down to 20 seconds. Good ball fake driving the baseline. And West Trompke a foul before the shot can get away. He tried to poke it away from behind. That's exactly what we were talking about with Coach Billiter in the pregame is usually when you're playing overmatched teams for half the season like Loomis did, your quickness will result in poking that basketball away. You start taking on top 10 teams, that doesn't happen near as much. 18 seconds to go here for Riverside. Underneath their own hoop, they'll throw it in with Keene. Set everybody to the free throw line. Looking for cutters and finally lobbing out top under, throwing it well defended. It's stolen away by Aiden Perry. It's two on one, driving in Swanson, missed the layup. Ripped down by Nolan Ray. Still nine seconds, Riverside on the run out, all the way down. Ball gets knocked away. Oh, off of Riverside and out of bounds. On the drive by Trent Carraher. That's one of those he went up. It was slapped off of him. But they'll say it stays here. That might be better than a foul called on Luba. Six seconds to go. Keen to throw it in. Lobs it out top. Almost overthrew Connor Carraher. Gets it into the hands of Bloom. A deep three. It's no good. And that is the end of the first quarter of play here in the D1 State Boys Basketball Tournament. It is Loomis 10, Riverside 7 on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. When you're driving down the court to make that winning basket, pass or call 402-480-6685 today. Loomis will get the ball to start the second quarter of play. A quick three on the way by Shea Swanson. Hits the rim and then goes over the backboard. It is out of bounds and will belong to Riverside. Loomis, two turnovers. Riverside, four in the first quarter of play. Ten to seven is your score. Four points for Carson Bloom and three for Tony Berger. One out of two from the free throw line. Seven rebounds for Riverside compared to four for Loomis. And Loomis hit two of their four free throws in the first quarter. Inside, short little jumper off the heel, and Tony Berger gets it to drop through. And it is good. Five points for Shea Swanson, three for Blinkow, the other to Clay Meyer. So Quinn Johnson hadn't scored yet. 10-9 your score. Loomis, though, has the lead. Here's Nelson for three. He's got a couple of early fouls. The shot's no good. Berger pushes off, gets the rebound. And Tony pushes it up the floor with an outlet pass to Bloom. Bloom drives in. Shot's no good. Swanson gets the rebound. Swanson hopples up the floor, tries to get through the double team, has to slow up so that he doesn't lose the basketball, and gives it off to Quinn Johnson. Back to Shea. Get their offense going here. A minute gone in the second quarter of play. 10-9 is all. Loomis with the lead. Swanson spins into the double team, and they're going to call him for a travel. Third turnover for Loomis. So they're clogging up the middle against Loomis while Riverside can't get the ball inside. Loomis is really forcing them to take deep threes if they're going to get a shot at all. Dribbling across the timeline and right into the trap is Trent Curraher and his pass is going to be picked off. Going in is going to be Swanson. The layup is good. That's defense turning into a transition bucket there for Loomis. They're up 12-9. to at the other end, trying to answer back is going to be Carher, and Loomis got caught on a reach. And there you go, the second foul on Shea Swanson. Trompke, Nelson, and Swanson all have two fouls, and that already puts Riverside into the bonus at the 6.23 mark here of the second quarter. Trent Carher to shoot the one-and-one here for the Chargers. And the front end is on the way. It's too strong. Rebound going to be tipped out of bounds off of Riverside. Connor Carraher trying to run that down. 
Couldn't quite get it tracked. You're listening to KKPR-FM, Kearney, Donovan, Grand Island, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Glad to have you along with us. Long three, Johnson. Quinn Johnson with his first bucket of the ball game, the first three of the game for Lewis, and they've extended the lead now to six at 15-9. On the right elbow with it is Connor Carraher for Riverside. Dribbles and kicks it back out here to Tony Berger, who has five of the nine, and the other four to Carson Bloom. Still nothing for Trent Carraher, who averages 16 of all game. And now a three-pointer. Carson Bloom tries to answer off the front of the iron. No good. Rebound out of bounds off of Trent Carraher. And a little long to Loomis. So again, teams that average between 66 and 70 points per game. Not showing that right now, but again, we haven't got into an up-and-down run on the floor. We're going to get a timeout call here by the Chargers to try to figure something out. With 5.47 to go in the first half of play, it's Loomis 15, Riverside 9, and our high school basketball is brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go. During and Carney towing and repair. Out of the Riverside timeout will be Loomis basketball leading at 15-9 as they walk it across the timeline. 5.40 to go in the second quarter. Shea Swanson keeps dribbling, keeps getting closer into the paint, still dribbling, finally kicks it out. Nelson a wide-open three, but it's too strong. Rebound slapped around. Blinkow fights for it. Blinkow's got it. He puts it up and scores. Christian Blinkow with a big offensive putback for Loomis, and the lead is now eight. They've scored seven in a row to go up 17-9. 5.15 to go, second quarter of the state basketball tournament. Still sitting in that zone, changing it up a little bit, more of a 2-1-2 than a 3-2 that we saw earlier on. With it at the top of the circle is going to be Trent Carraher over to Carson Bloom. Riverside doing a lot of standing around. In fact, Bloom actually looks over to the bench, and this is just after they called a timeout, and maybe that was to attack a 3-2. Instead, they go to a 2-1. Uh-oh, we got a cramp here. That's a good job by the official. There's no need to call a travel there. It looks like cramping up, and I hope that's all it is. Connor Carraher, they bring him over to the sideline here. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Both teams reported being healthy coming into the ball game, and they just said, oh, a little cramp. We're going to get you out of here. Riverside will inbound a basketball. And so the Chargers will work it around the left wing, driving baseline, getting bumped. No foul there on Quinn Johnson. Got away with one. Pull-up jumper from 10 on the right wing is no good by Tony Berger. The rebound brought down by Blinkow. Outlet pass to Swanson. Swanson behind the back. Now needs to stop. He's about the left block. Nobody to pass to, so he forces it up and draws the foul. Shea is one of three at the line. He'll go to the line and shoot two. And Tony Berger just picked up his second personal foul here for Riverside. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll take a look at the first half stats, other scores, and more of what's still to come. Free throw is good. Shea Swanson, three in the quarter, eight of the 18 points in the game here for Loomis. State basketball brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond as the second free throw is also good. And Loomis now has scored 
nine in a row to go up 10. 19-9, and again, Riverside only two points so far in the quarter. They got off to an extremely slow start in the first quarter. Down on the block, looking to get it to Nolan Ray. He takes a turnaround jumper. It sets on the rim, but it does go. Tristan Nolan Ray with his first bucket of the ball game, and that snaps the 9-0 run. Open three, Aiden Perry lets it fly, but it won't go. Backside rebound. We're going to get a jump ball between Nolan Ray and Trompke. Tristan Nolan Ray, the arrow does point the way of Riverside. Good job by Trompke to get in there and fight for that offensive board. Substitutions now. We see Meyer back into the ballgame for Loomis. So Meyer, Trompke, Swanson, Johnson, and Gabe Kimball, who was also in there in the first quarter. He'll come in right now. Basketball across the timeline here, trying to stay out of that trap. That's really given Riverside more problems than I would have anticipated. And Riverside with the ball at the top of the circle. Patrick Grodeke is into the game. He's just a senior off the bench is trying to change things up for Riverside. This is by far Riverside's lowest scoring half of the year. The fewest they scored was against the O'Neill St. Mary's team early with 43, but they do get it into Nolan Ray, and he'll put it up off the glass and in. So back-to-back buckets from Tristan Nolan Ray. Here's Swanson, jump stop in the paint. He's got room, and he'll scoop it up and in. So they're going to shut down Quinn Johnson. Shea Swanson's going to take over. He's got 11. Baseball pass to the other end. The trap put on Grodeke. Kick it back out top. Berger swings in. And a walk going to be called on Tony Berger. Playing with those two personal fouls, the sixth turnover for Riverside. Again, Riverside is 20-6, but they lost the first two games of the year to state tournament teams. Elgin by four, and then O'Neill St. Mary's 70 to 43. They lost to Elgin a second time. They also lost to Burwell, Humphrey St. Francis, and a two-pointer to Lutheran High Northeast. But they're on an eight-game winning streak coming into state. Three-pointer is no good for Loomis. Rebound brought down by Grodeke. Riverside wants to run out, but Loomis is back defensively. Berger for three. It skips off the rim. No good. Rebound on the backside. Run down by Shea Swanson. Swanson up the floor, and he's going to get fouled. And if that's on Tony Berger, that would be his third. He's already walking to the bench. Tony can't do that. That's a tough one there. The leading score at nearly 22 points a game is on the bench with 2.27 to go here in the quarter. His third personal foul. Two free throws now for Swanson. The first one hits the front of the rim. No good. Blinkow is back in. And for Riverside, they'll go get Charlie Keene. 21-13, 21-13, Loomis, 2.27 to go here in the second quarter. Second free throw, also short. Rebound brought down by Tristan Nolan Ray. So Riverside trying to find a way to get a little closer here before halftime. Grodeke has it between the circles against the zone. Lob it into the right-hand corner for Keen. Again, everything around the perimeter with Nolan Ray now. Running inside, Grodeke for three. Top of the circle, no good. Riverside's 0 of 6 from beyond the arc. Rebound brought down by Christian Blinkow. And we have two minutes to go here before halftime. Doug Duda with you in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Lincoln North Star High School D1 quarterfinal action. Bringing you all the action on Power 99 while Carney Towing and Repair is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Here's Swanson driving, kicks it out, no look pass to Kimball. He'll take one dribble, 12 footer, no good. Long rebound comes out to Clay Meyer. Second chance here, and Coach 
Drew Billiter wants to use a timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 134 to go in the first half. It is Loomis 21 and Riverside 13. That's NSGCO.com. NSG Transport, Gothenburg, Nebraska. Loomis out of the timeout, running the wheel play. They kick it out for a three. It is no good by Johnson. Rebound brought down Nolan Ray. Run out the other end. Riverside's going to be fouled. It'll be Trent Carraher going to the line. And the foul will be on Quinn Johnson. That is his first. Two free throws here for Trent Carraher. He missed the front end of a one-and-one earlier in the quarter. Only 13 points for this Riverside team that averages 69. The free throw is good. First point of the game for Trent Carraher. Shay Swanson had a short breather, and he'll come back into the ball game. 1.15 to go here in the first half. 21-14. Loomis, second free throw, bounces off the rim, no good. Quinn will get his second rebound here for Loomis, and Shay Swanson will walk the ball up the floor. Again, also very important right now, Loomis doesn't get called for another foul before halftime. They've got three guys with two. On the left wing with it, Perry. Look to the baseline, and Nelson cuts through. Now Perry, a deep three all the way down and out. No good. Rebound by Blinkow. Blinkow back up and in. That's the second offensive put back in the quarter for Christian Blinkow. Seven points and four rebounds in the contest. 23-14, a nine-point lead for Loomis. 44 seconds to go. Plenty of time here. Riverside doesn't need to hold for a last shot. Up top, Keene will find Bloom. Back over to Keene. The left-hand corner, Bloom. He'll dribble out of there and give it off to Connor Carraher. Over to Trent Carraher. 25 seconds to go before halftime. Trent on the wing to Keene. Fakes the three. Starts to dribble back out. Down to 20 seconds to go. Skip pass. Pick off. Shea Swanson with the steal. Shea up the floor. One on three. Brings it in anyway, and they're going to wave it off and say that he is grabbed, but that will be the seventh foul, so it's still a one and one. The foul will be called on Carson Bloom. His first, the team seventh. 11 seconds to go here in the first half. Grodeke's going to come back in for Riverside. Nolan Ray's going to be out. Again, you got Tony Berger on the bench with three fouls for the last two and a half minutes. And Shea Swanson's already been to the line. This will be the fifth time. He's only three of seven. He's got six points in the quarter, 11 in the ballgame. And a chance to make this a double-digit lead once again for Loomis. The free throw is on the way, but it's no good. He has struggled. And the rebound comes out to Carson Bloom. Up ahead, they'll find Keene. Keene top of the circle with six. Back to the trailer in Bloom. Bloom trying to get a shot away. Drives the lane. Runner from eight. No good. Tip try at the horn. No good. And that's it. We are at the end of the first quarter of play in a much lower scoring game than we expected. But the Loomis Wolves out of the Fort Kearney Conference in their fourth consecutive trip to state will take the lead to the halftime locker room. It's Loomis 23 and Riverside 14. Now let's take a look at the first half numbers unofficially for Riverside. I have Carson Bloom with four points, four rebounds. Tristan Nolan Ray, four points, four rebounds. Patrick Gretzky, excuse me, Grodeke. Sorry about that. Patrick Grodeke, one rebound. Trent Carrer, 1.1 rebound. Tony Berger, 5.3 rebounds. Charlie Keene, one rebound. Seven points in each quarter, seven rebounds in each quarter. 14 points, a season low, 14 rebounds. Two out of five at the free throw line. 0 of six from three-point land. Seven turnovers. And Tony Berger, the leading scorer on the year, has three. 
personal fouls. For Loomis, Shea Swanson has a game-high 11 points despite being just 3 of 8 at the free-throw line. He's got 3 rebounds. Quinn Johnson has been held to one three-point bucket, 2 rebounds. Gabe Kimball a rebound. Wes Trompke, 3 rebounds. Clay Meyer, 2 points and a rebound. And Christian Blinkow, 7 big points, including a couple of offensive putbacks. He's got 4 rebounds. 10 in the first, 13 in the second. At the half, 23 points, 14 rebounds, so those boards are even. Four of nine from the free throw line, just one of nine from three-point land, and three turnovers. Two fouls apiece on Swanson, Nelson, and Tromke. At the half, Lewis 23, Riverside 14. by nine, and immediately fighting through a screen, a foul will be called on Riverside's Carson Bloom. He knew they were exactly trying to set up a three-pointer for Quinn Johnson, and he just ran right through Kale Nelson. So a foul five seconds here into the second half. So they'll just simply inbound it to Quinn Johnson. Out between the circles. Another screen set by Nelson into the corner to Perry. Bounce pass on the right elbow. They'll get it to Swanson. Swanson dribbles into the left baseline. Can he get a shot up? He does, but it's contested no good. And then he's over the back. Rebound brought down by Tony Berger. And Shea Swanson has just committed his third personal foul. So again, Swanson in foul trouble. Our season success brought to you by Impact Egg Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Almost everything Drew Billiter said in the pregame is something that has come up here, and one of those is we can't get Swanson in foul trouble. At the other end, Carraher drives, puts up a wild one over Blinkow. It's no good. Quinn Johnson will get the rebound. Gives it off to Swanson. Swanson stays in there. Trying to lead in the lane. Oh, nice little switch. And he'll go up with the left hand and score. 13 game-high points for Shea Swanson. And the largest lead of the ball game now for Loomis. 11 points. So, again, kind of the seed to success. No silly fouls for Loomis. And for Riverside, they've got to find a way to get the ball inside as they do right here. A drive and a charge. Are they going to call a charge or a block? I think it's a charge on Riverside. Yes, it is. Wipe out the bucket by Trent Carraher. And they are quiet on the Chargers' sideline. They're not upset with the call. Everybody's setting while the Loomis fans are enjoying an 11-point lead here after being beaten in the first round of the state tournament three straight years. Last two by Parkview Christian. Osmond three years ago, the last time they won a tournament game. Decade ago, 2012 against Sterling. 72-54 would eventually finish fourth in D2 that year. Last time Loomis was in the final, 2005. There's a shot in the paint again, Shea Swanson. And now Riverside's got to figure something out. They're going to have to cover Swanson a little bit better and maybe let Johnson get free. Let's see what happens as Carraher drives at the other end. Another big collision, almost another charge, but it's a no call. Quinn Johnson, the rebound, you know he's going coast to coast, and he missed the layup. And then a foul over the back on Aiden Perry as Tony Berger grabs his fifth rebound. Loomis has had a lot of over-the-back fouls going for missed short shots. And another one right there, Aiden Perry with his first. 6.20 to go in the third quarter, 27-14. Loomis, if you'd have told me Loomis was at 27 points at this point in the ballgame, I know I wouldn't have said they had a double-digit lead. Here's Berger forcing the issue on a step through, and it's no good. Rebound to Quinn Johnson, so a couple of rough shots the last two times down the floor for Riverside. Aiden Perry on the right wing, one dribble, back up top, Swanson. Six minutes to go, third quarter, here on Power 99. Swanson isolates one-on-one. He's got Berger on him with three fouls. Tony can't foul him, so he's trying to back him down. He's still dribbling around. 
And now into the double team, kicks it out top to Perry, who casts up a three, and it's no good. Neither team can throw it in the ocean from outside. Rebound, Tony Berger. Loomis is 1 of 10. Riverside 0 of 6 from three-point land. Rotate the ball around to the left wing. Try to force it to the paint. The ball knocked away. Aiden Perry comes up with a steal. Two on one. Perry's going to take it in. He missed the layup, but the rebound is put back up and in for Shea Swanson. It was good defense by Tony Berger. Perry made the right decision, but he had to throw it up over his outstretched hands. He knew he had his teammate there for the putback. And it is six of the quarter, 17 in the game for Shea Swanson. A 15-point Loomis lead. Riverside has just got to be shocked at the way this ball game is playing out right here. Loomis not known as that good of a defensive team, and now the drive by Connor Carraher right down the middle of the lane will draw some contact and the foul. It's going to be on Christian Blinkow. That'll be his first. Blinkow had a couple of big plays there on offensive putbacks in the first half to allow Loomis to get some points in this low-scoring game. Free throw on the way, and it is no good. Carraher hadn't scored yet. Just getting underway on the breeze, 94.5 in the second half. The Central Catholic girls leading St. Paul 18-14 in A. Southwest girls leading Omaha Central 27-21 at the half. And the other boys game, Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family leading Howells Dodge at the half in C2 27-25. Second free throw, no good by Connor Carraher. Quinn Johnson already has four boards here in the first three minutes of the second quarter. He brings it up to Swanson, left side of the key, into the double team, forces it up, gets the foul. Philosophically, things are going to have to change here for Riverside. Connor Carraher, his first three fouls already on each team in the first 320 of this second half. Free throw Swanson, no good. Back into the ballgame, Carson Bloom, Tristan Nolan Ray, who was in there for just a little bit, will check back out of the basketball game. Second free throw on the way, and that one's good. So Connor Carraher gets the first point of the second half. Ladies and gentlemen, you take the first three and a half minutes of each quarter for Riverside, they've scored five points, and we're going to get a timeout called here by the Chargers. So your score, and that was not made by Carraher. I gave you the wrong deal, so they haven't even scored yet. It's 30-14, to 14, Loomis. Timeout Riverside brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. And don't forget to nominate one of the top athletes in the area, Landon Widener of Hastings High, Reagan Galloway of Amherst, both state wrestling champs, are the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month, brought to you by B&B Carpet. As Riverside drives baseline, dashes underneath Connor Carraher, shot no good, fighting for the rebound, got it, a loose ball, then he's fouled. Carraher had it, Swanson knocked it away, then Riverside punched it back, and the foul will be called here on Gabe Kimball. Two free throws coming up for Connor Carraher, who did miss a couple a moment ago. Again, the only scoring by either team here in the third quarter is Shea Swanson. He has seven. And the free throw is good. So that makes it 30-15. to 15. Second free throw coming up for Connor Carraher. On the way, and he got them both. So something, whatever, to get him going. 
And it is a 14-point ball game. Loomis, 22-4, Riverside 20-6. They played a few years back at the Heartland Hoops Classic in Grand Island. Driving Swanson, 360 in the paint. That gets it around the double team again, and Shea Swanson is carrying all the offense in this basketball game. 32-16. Riverside can't get the three away. The tempo is not there. His ball tipped away by Kimball. Two chargers run into each other. Kimball picks it up. Kimball brings it in against the defender. He'll get fouled by Carson Bloom. The third on Bloom. And that play right there just illustrated what the first two and a half quarters have been like by Riverside. Kimball knocked it away. Riverside hustled after it. And the teammates ran into each other and fell back. And Kimball said, thank you, headed the other way. The foul on Bloom is third, and the free throw by Kimball on the way, and it's going to be off the front of the rim, no good. Again, a majority of the free throws have been shot by Swanson, all but now two of them. But they still want to extend the lead if they can from the charity stripe. The second free throw on the way, and it is good. So Kimball gets his first point of the ball game, the fifth different Wolf to score, 33-16, to 16, a 17-point Loomis lead. Riverside led one time at 6-5. It was 10-9, then a 9-0 run. Here's a back cut, and the ball stolen away. Shea Swanson saw the back cut coming. Doesn't have numbers. Still with the dribble here against Keene at the top of the circle. He doesn't want to stop. He'll drive and score, running over top of the defender, Trent Carraher. 35-16. So Riverside, give them credit. They've shut Quinn Johnson down, but it doesn't matter. 22 for Shea Swanson of the 35 points. It is a 19-point game. Carher over on the right wing. Berger finally finds some room and drives and scores. So Tony Berger now with seven points in the ball game. The first field goal of the second half. It took over five minutes for Riverside to get one. 35-18. But now Loomis is going to call a timeout. They want a sub. They've got a cushion. Coach Billiter may coach it a little bit differently right now. 2.48 remaining in the third quarter of play. It's Loomis, 35, Riverside, 18. In the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Lincoln North Star, a big thank you to all the folks. Nate Newhouse running today for the NSAA. Quinn Johnson, a deep, deep three is no good, but crashing in there is Blinkow with another offensive board. Back out, Perry for three. Aiden Perry, just the second three in 12 attempts here this afternoon for Loomis. They're up by 20. At the other end, Berger drives off the glass and scores. He'll also be fouled. A chance at a three-point play by Tony Berger. The foul will be on Blinkow. That'll be his second, the team's fifth, with 2.25 to go in the third. So Berger, 1-2 at the line. His chance to get into double digits right here. Free throw is going to be off the front of the rim, and it will not go. Another rebound for Quinn Johnson, his seventh, so he's finding ways to do things, just being blanketed by Carson Bloom. Perry, another three. That time it didn't go from the right corner. Offensive rebound, Johnson dribbled it off his foot and out of bounds. So that's a hustle turnover. That's only the fourth turnover I have in the ballgame for Loomis. Again, Shea Swanson, the story, 11 in the quarter, 22 in the game, and they have just shut down this powerful Riverside offense. With a basketball, Carraher trying to trap him, and they have it midcourt. He swings it around. Now they have numbers. Connor Carraher pull up in the paint from six. Can't make it. Rebound, Kale Nelson. And Kale will wait for the traffic to clear. He finds Swanson. Swanson been playing with three fouls for most of the quarter. Dribbles into the double team, looks for the cutter, and then he fell down. 
He was going to try and lean it into Quinn Johnson, but he lost his balance, and Loomis will turn it over again. Our high school basketball from the state tournament brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Shea Swanson finally going to get a breather here with a minute 43 to go in quarter number three and a 38-20 to 20 lead in favor of the Loomis Wolves. With a basketball on the right wing, looking for some room. Kick it back out top to Trent Carraher. Right side, Berger, back to Carraher, trying to get some little quick two-man game here, but boy, just nothing, nothing for Riverside. And they averaged 69 points a game. They were held to 42 against Lutheran High Northeast back in January. Inside Berger, turned around over Nelson, won't go. Another rebound for Quinn Johnson. Johnson outlet up ahead to Kimball, gets by the defender. The layup won't go. Might have been goaltending. Are they going to call it? Yes, they will. The Riverside defender grabbed the net. He didn't need to. And Gabe Kimball will get credit for the bucket. Gabe Kimball will get credit for the bucket on a goaltending defensively there. On Riverside, that'll be his first bucket of the ball game. A minute to go in the third, 40-20. to 20. Looking for some room as Trent Carraher dribbles around forever, gets it to Nolan Ray, back out to Carraher. He comes into the paint, switches hands, contact, shot no good. Rebound comes down to Connor Carraher. He has his shot blocked from behind. Now we got a fight for the basketball down low. Tempers are starting to flare. Blinkow and Nolan Ray for the second time get tied up. The arrow will point the way of Riverside. Nobody wanted to let go of the ball there on the tug of war. And now we're ready to bring the ball back into action here. 40 to 20. And I mean, you just, we've seen weirder things, but to be down by as many points as you've scored... Loomis just has to play smart for the last eight and a half minutes. Central Catholic leading St. Paul 25-22 after three quarters of girls' low-scoring action on the breeze. Riverside almost scared to shoot the ball. Now a deep three. Trent Carraher will not go. Rebound brought down by Quinn Johnson. He has eight boards in the third quarter alone. And now Loomis can hold for one with 20 seconds. Kimball with it. 30 feet away to Johnson. Into the corner to Blankow with 15. Myers in skip pass is picked off. Riverside gets the steal with Trent Carraher. Pushes it up the floor. Working on Kimball. Dribbled it off his foot. Got it back. We're going to get another jump. The arrow points the way of Loomis this time. With four and a half seconds to go. Riverside four in the quarter. 11 turnovers in the game. Loomis three in the quarter. Six in the game. Coach Drew Belliter. Trying to get his team to the state semifinals. Perry to throw it in. Let's see what the strategy is. Swanson's wide open. And they'll throw it to him on the run. He's at midcourt with three. He's going to get a good-looking shot. Actually kicked it out. Trompke for three, but it's short. And that is the end of the third quarter. But it's all Loomis. The Wolves 40. The charges of Riverside 20. Member of DIC. Equal housing lender. We start the fourth quarter, Riverside basketball. They'll work it inside, and finally they get an open shot here. Charlie Keene puts it up and draws the foul. It was a good ball fake. You had Kale Nelson right there. 
He didn't bite on it. Then when he went up, he tried to block it, got called for his third foul, and the free throw is going to clank off the rim by Keene. It is no good. Blake how the rebound, and we're off to the other end to Nelson. Nelson dribbles it off a foot, and a foul going to be called here on Riverside. Keene with the first points of the ball game last time down. Connor Carraher as his second personal foul. 40-22. And inside, there's Blankow. Christian Blankow, his first bucket of the second half. 42-22, the lead here for Loomis with seven and a half to go in the ball game. Winner gets Dundee County Stratton Wednesday morning, 10.45 to Vanny Center. Good bounce pass into the paint. Connor Carraher, short jumper, bounced on the rim four times, but it does go in. His first field goal of the contest. So Loomis, six fouls, five on Riverside. So we could see some free throws, but the key here is just take care of the ball. Loomis only six turnovers in the game. Riverside has 11. Blinkow kicks it out. Johnson, another three-pointer. That one is no good. Rebound pulled down. Oh, Blinkow with an offensive push-off, yeah. He elbowed right into the chest of Connor Carraher. It was a great offensive rebound by Christian, but he gets his third foul of the half. And who would have thought if Quinn Johnson had just three points that Loomis A would be winning and B would be winning by 18. Shea Swanson, 22 of the 42. As Riverside trying to pick it up, Berger's going to come in. They've turned into playground ball. The scoop shot, no good. Quinn Johnson is 11th rebound, 9 here in the second half. He's just decided, I'm going to get every board that's even possible. Into the front court, he'll find Swanson in the corner. Picked up there by Connor Carraher. Skips it to Perry, who hit a three-pointer last quarter for his only points. He'll bring it back out. High post, Blinkow back to Perry. Right-hand corner to Nelson. 6.20 to go in the game, 42-24. Loomis Johnson from NBA land. It's all net. 3 out of 17 in the game. As a team, and two of those from Quinn Johnson. He hasn't taken a lot. Those aren't a lot of his misses. At the other end, Connor Carraher drives, and he'll finish. So this is a little bit more what we thought we would see through this game, scoring and attacking of the basket quickly. 45-16, or excuse me, 45-26 in favor of Loomis. Same spot, Quinn from even deeper. He's showing off. It's no good, though. Blink how the rebound. He's putting it back up. It's blocked from behind by Connor Carraher. The Loomis fans wanted a foul, didn't get it, and now they'll get it on Kale Nelson trying to get a steal in the backcourt. But again, something that Loomis can't do. You're up by 19. You can pressure the ball, but you can't foul 75 feet away from the hoop, even though it's a 19-point lead. Kale Nelson just picked up his fourth personal foul. He's going to come out. Kimball's going to come in. And it's a one-and-one here for Charlie Keene. Missed a free throw just a minute ago. When we're done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show will have all the final stats, a couple score updates for you as well. Stay with us. Free throw around it in for Charlie Keene. Our state basketball action is brought to you in part by Nutrient Ang Solutions for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. Second free throw is also good. So four in a row there for Charlie Keene. 45-28, Loomis with 5.40 to go in a basketball game. Here's Swanson in the left side of the key. Stop before he got inside. They're going to reach in and force a jump ball. The arrow still points the way of Loomis. Score update, Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family 35, Howells Dodge 32, 3.20 to go in the third quarter of play. 
Grand Island Central Catholic girls leading St. Paul 27-22, six and a half to go in the game. That is on the breeze, 94.5. Loomis ball, oh, Swanson faked it to Johnson. They all bid. He attacks the hoop and gets taken out by Connor Carraher. That's as good as running the old option. Carraher with his third personal foul. Two free throws for Shea. Now, of those 22 points, as we said earlier, Shea hasn't exactly torn it up. He's 4 of 10 at the line. So Shea Swanson, 11 in the first half and 11 in the second half. Looks like we're going to take some time to wipe some perspiration up off of the basketball. While that happens, we remind you, the B&B Carpet Athlete of the Month brought to you, or the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month brought to you by B&B Carpet. March will move right along, so get those nominations in. Landon Widener, Hastings High, Reagan Galloway, Amherst from Wrestling, our winners last month. All you have to do to check out past winners or to nominate is go to platriverpreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. Shea Swanson puts the first free throw up, and it is in. Second free throw up, and it is in. 47-28, Wolves. Five and a half to go in the ball game. As Carraher and company bring it across the timeline here. For the Riverside Chargers. Bring it out between the circles. Back into that 3-2 sagging zone. That's what gave the Chargers just fits in the first half where they were held to a season low 14 points. Left corner they get it to Berger. Berger, 9 points. He leads the team but averages 22. Now a nice move driving to the hoop and drawing the foul. Carson Bloom actually switched hands when he got into the paint. That was a nice move by Carson Bloom. Well, Christian Blinkow didn't have any fouls at halftime. He's got four now. And Bloom will go to the line and shoot two. The first one is on the way, and it's going to bounce off the front of the rim and in. State tournament basketball action brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Blinkow is going to come out for a little bit of a breather. And the second free throw on the way, and it is in and out off the glass, and it still won't go. Johnson grabs the rebound. Connor Carraher tried to take it away, and Johnson finally bear hugs the basketball for his 10th rebound of the half. Aiden Perry across the timeline with it. And just nothing going on right now for the Chargers of Riverside. It's been a tough, tough night. Again, as we said, the lowest output of the season was 42 points. That was their last loss in early January or late January against uh, Lutheran High Northeast. O'Neill St. Mary's, who's the top seed in D2, held them to 43 in the second game of the year. Shea Swanson dribbles back towards center court, uses a little clock. Quinn Johnson sets a ball screen. Shea comes to the right wing, just content to watch the clock run. Riverside has been in a man-to-man. Now they're trying to run out and trap the basketball near midcourt. Swanson steps through. Nobody cut to the hoop, though. Myers in there. Had he cut, he would have had a layup. And we are down to four minutes remaining in the game. Johnson at midcourt, doubling him, and now a reach-in foul. And that will put the senior and UNK signee at the line to shoot a one-and-one on the seventh team foul here against Riverside. And the foul on Carson Bloom will be his fourth. And we've got a timeout on the floor before the one-and-one one for Quinn Johnson. 
by Riverside. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. 47-29, Loomis. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge tech. Out of the timeout, the first free throw by Quinn Johnson is good. He'll get the bonus, and the second one is also good. 49-29 is your score. The 21-point lead, the largest for Loomis, but they got up. It was 10-9. They went on a 9-0 run to go up 19-9. It never got closer than 6 after that. It was 23-14 at halftime. 3.40 to go in the ball game. Loomis is going to be 23-4 and and play Dundee County Stratton. On Wednesday morning at 1045 here on Power 99 from the Devaney Center. The other side is North Platte, St. Pat's, and Burwell. I saw them all play today, folks. It's going to be fun. Remember, Loomis already beat Burwell this year in the Axtell Holiday Tournament. Loomis with a basketball. Even though out west didn't play St. Pat's, driving in, it's going to be Charlie Keene, and Keene is going to be fouled with 314 to go in the game. Clay Meyer with his second personal foul. And that is the 10th team foul. Charlie Keene, all four of his points here in the quarter. And the free throw, no good. And again, maybe St. Pat's will get on that Loomis schedule, but they moved up for the first time to D1 this year. The girls still in D2. State tournament basketball brought to you by Nebraska Salton Grain, a locally owned family business in Gothenburg as Charlie Keene. We'll hit the second free throw, and that'll make it 49-30. to 30. And then Loomis, a little miscommunication. The ball ends up going out of bounds. 3.08 to go, 49-30. to 30. The Wolves lead it by 19. Across the timeline with it will be Trent Carraher for Riverside. Pass out of the wing is picked off by Shea Swanson. 12th turnover for Riverside. We've got a doubleheader tonight on Power 99 as Johnson crossover comes into the paint. He's going to be fouled. Tony Berger doesn't have to hold back anymore. He had three fouls in the first half. He'll get his fourth foul right here. He tried to volleyball spike that and block the shot, which he kind of did, but it was a body foul. And Quinn Johnson right back to the line to shoot two. First free throw is up and in. Again, Amherst Freeman coming your way at six. Followed by defending state champion Grand Island Central Catholic against Donovan Trumbull at 7.45. Already today, Norfolk Catholic a winner in C2. Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family and Howells Dodge in a battle. And it looks like they're going to start clearing the bench here a little bit for Riverside. Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family up 41.35 after three quarters. Second free throw, Quinn Johnson. It is good. So Quinn has six in the quarter, nine in the game, well below his 24.5 point per game average. Aiden Perry going to check out, and Trompke back in here. So is Kimball, so is Meyer, and then Swanson and Johnson. 51-30, equaling the largest lead of the ball game, and then the ball's picked off. Turnover here for Riverside. Up the left side, Swanson, double clutch up and in. Shea Swanson makes it 53-30. Into the ball game for Riverside is Jack Moult. Staying in there is Carson Bloom. Molt just a freshman to the left-hand corner. They'll go to Nolan Ray. Down on the block in the basketball game is going to be Lane Swerchik, another senior. Ball got knocked out of bounds. And then you've also got 
uh, Mr. Grodeke out there, Patrick, another senior. 2.18 to go. Ball comes into Grodeke right in front of the Riverside bench. 53-30, Loomis. Ball fake, driving in, double pump, Bloom rolls around and it will fall. Carson Bloom with his first field goal since the first quarter. He's got seven points, 53-32, to as it looks like Riverside will be held to a season-low point total here this afternoon against Loomis at Lincoln North Star. Again, they average 69 points a game, 42 is the previous low. And Loomis content to just kind of work some clock. Swanson dribbles, gives it over here to Trompke. Trompke waits for some pressure now, makes some movement, gives it back out to Quinn Johnson. Right by Drew Billiter and the Loomis bench. Johnson to the left elbow. He's going to come in, a little finger roll over the front of the rim. It's in. So he will get to double digits, and I believe he's been in double digits every game this year, but he had to get a bunch of them in the fourth quarter. Eight of his 11 are here in the fourth quarter of play. 55-32, one fifteen to go. Riverside basketball, bounce pass inside. Knocked away by Swanson into the hands of Wes Trompke. And walking the ball up the floor is Quinn Johnson. Loomis is going to want to sub here, and they will call a timeout just to get a few players in. We'll take it with them. You're listening to the State Basketball Tournament on Power 99. Let's talk NSG Transport. CO.com. NSG Transport, Gothenburg, Nebraska. All right, Loomis with a minute to go. They bring into the ball game Luke Larson. Also, Zach Rademacher is in there. Still have Trompke in there. They've also brought Tyson Essex in. Essex has it at the top of the circle. Rotate it right side. Looking for Luke Larson. He's covered, so they'll try to kick it on the left wing to Gunnar Hadley. They threw it behind him. And out of bounds. 35 seconds to go. Loomis, their first State tournament win since 2012. Riverside will check in Colton Burnt right here. Also, Billy Glessinger slides in. Carter Keene checks into the ball game. Dane Schalk. And should be the last, probably last possession. 30 seconds to go here for both teams. On the right wing with it is going to be Schalk, who will take that shot. Down to 20 seconds to go. Dump it inside to the big guy, and we get a foul on Loomis as Colton Burt will go to the free throw line. Billy, uh, the foul is going to be called on Zach Rademacher. So that will give Burt the sophomore at 6-4 a chance to score in the state tournament. As sad as it will be that they are eliminated, it's something to make a memory by. Let's see if he can do it. Two free throws. The first one is good. So Colton Burt is in the state tournament book, and now checking in for Loomis. Here's Caden Chapman and Dan Hermanson. Hermanson, another one of the seniors off the bench here for Coach Billiter. 18 seconds to go, second free throw, and Colton Burt hits them both. So it'll be 55-34. Last time up the floor here for Loomis, Luke Larson with it. Gives it off to Essex. 10 seconds, let's see if somebody gets a shot away. Maybe looking for the senior, back over to Larson. Five seconds. I think Loomis is just going to dribble it out. And that will be your final score. The Loomis Wolves, 55. And the Riverside Chargers, 34. Loomis is 23-4 and and advances to the state semifinal Wednesday at 10.45. Let's go ahead and take a look at the final numbers I had of the basketball game for Riverside. Connor Carraher scored all six of his points in the second half. He had two rebounds and a blocked shot. Carson Bloom. 
Seven points, four rebounds. Tristan Nolan Ray, four points, five rebounds. For Patrick Grodeke, he had one rebound in the basketball game. Trent Carraher, also in the contest, picked up one point and one rebound. Tony Berger, 9.6 rebounds. Charlie Keene, 5.2 rebounds. And Colton Burnt had two rebounds. And the head coach, Drew Billiter, has kindly come up here to chat with us for just a couple of minutes. Drew, I mean, uh, we were talking offense, offense, offense. I did ask you in the pregame about defense. That was the difference. Yeah, defense for sure took the game over. You know, we found their shooters uh, for about three three quarters. We kept them out of the lane um, and just uh, played really good defense. And then we rebounded the ball. And, you know, offense was a little bit skeptical. But, man, Shea had a great game. Just took it over on us. I don't know what he ended up with, but, man, he had a nice one. 26 is what we all added on our fingers and toes up here. And when Quinn has been taken away, Shea has been able to do that. That's nothing new. But what did Riverside do that was so effective to hold Quinn to three points in the first three quarters? Well, you know, they just blanketed him. Um, You know, number five did a good job on him. Uh, The Bloom kid, you know, that's a good athlete. And they just took him away. And I guess what I'm proud about Quinn is that, you know, the only thing he cared about today was winning. You know, he didn't try and force anything. He didn't try and do too much. You know, it kind of reminded me of a Cam Binder, you know, in the state finals last year. You know, he didn't even take any shots because he knew, I want to make sure it's a good shot. You know, he, he missed a couple threes uh, that normally he could hit. But, uh, you know, he didn't force too much and took what the defense gave him. And, uh, you know, like I said, Shea was, Shea was dominating. So, you know, like, you know, Quinn just said, hey, you, you take it over. And Quinn said, you know what, I can do a couple other things. He had according to my book, 10 boards in the second half. Wow, yeah, he rebounded the ball really well. Like you said, I think he was just, how can I help the team? What can I do to help them, you know, survive in advance? And, you know, what a weight lifted off our backs from the last three years. You know, you could tell our kids really wanted this. We got a good matchup finally. Um, Nothing against Riverside, but, you know, they weren't the Osmond team or the Parkview Christian team that, you know, was so highly rated throughout the year. You know, it it was a better matchup than what we've got in the last few years. Just a good, solid win. But this game wasn't put away at halftime. I mean, both of you were kind of held to almost probably your lowest of the first half. I know they were. So what was halftime like, and how did you extend that out in the third quarter? Well, we honestly talked a lot about defense, honestly. We said, how can we continually take things away from them? They tried to go uh, three guys low, and they got it inside. And they got a couple cutters a few times. But, you know, we focused on defense, you know. Um, uh, You know, offensively, it was, hey, if they're going to let Shea keep driving to the basket, you know, we were going to take it. So, and then Christian and Clay did a good job of rebounding. You know, they uh, did a good job of just doing some dirty work down there. Perry finally hit a three. Um, you know, we just had some good contributions from people. But like I said, the, the game ball goes to Shea. Two more things. Uh, one, just a comment. So we don't forget, Christian Blinkow, when you watch the film tonight, if that's what you do, you're going to see two big offensive putbacks in the second quarter when not much was going on for either team. Correct, yep. And so he gets that one for you. And then lastly, Quick thought, uh, what will happen between now and 1045 on Wednesday? You sat here, you watched Dundee County Strat. Um, yeah, going back to Christian, um, you know, big game or big rebounds. Um, uh, and then uh, uh, Dundee County, like I said, they, they're good athletes. You know, they like to press, um, which shouldn't affect us that much. Um, you know, I think that we're, you know, we talked about, you know, on uh, the, before we came down here, it could be a lot of zone, and it, and it very well could be. So uh, we're going to, you know, ex, you know, celebrate a little bit. But then, like you said, we got to get back to work because we got a really important game, and I think we got another good draw. I think that uh, you know, if we play well, 
you know, I'm not saying we're better than them, but I think we could beat them if we did play well. Um, you know, they're, they're good athletes and they're strong. They got a good guy inside. So we'll have to find a way to take him away. But, uh, I like where our team's at. We, you know, we got this out of the way, so I think we're, we'll be ready to go. Congrats, Drew. We'll see you Wednesday. Yep, thank you. Time to, go, time to go try and get another FKC team on to the next round. We've got Amherst coming up here at uh, 6 o'clock on Power 99. They've got a tougher task, the 8 versus the 1 in a balanced C1 field. All right, let's uh, finish up again with Riverside. 34 points, 21 rebounds. I had them for 19, uh, 10 of 19 at the free throw line. They were 0 of 7 from three-point land. In fact, only attempted one in the second half, one block, 14 turnovers. Riverside will end the season at 20 and 7. We were led by Shea Swanson with 26 points, four rebounds in the contest, 11 in the first half, 11 in the third quarter, and then four in the fourth. Quinn Johnson, the double-double, 11 points, albeit eight of those were in the fourth quarter. He had 12 rebounds. Ten of those were in the second half. Cale Nelson, a rebound. Gabe Kimball, three points and a rebound. Wes Tromke, three rebounds. Aiden Perry had a three-point bucket. Clay Meyer, two points and a rebound. And Christian Blinkow, nice night, nine points, nine rebounds. 23 points in the first half, 32 in the second half, 55 points, 31 rebounds. 12 out of 19 at the free throw line. Just 3 of 17 from three-point land. Only eight turnovers in the ball game for Loomis. They are now 23-4 and four on the season with a 55-34 win 